pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Steve Curran, and this is One Life Left. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left. I'm Steve Curran. I am Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. And we are back. 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 Hello. How have you been? I've not seen you guys for months. I know. Has it been months? When was the last time I saw you? I think it's been months and months and Feels months. Like it. I guess the last time we uh, talked on air as One Life Left, a video game radio show, was at Nordic Game. Nordic Game, yes. That was ages In fact, yeah, last time I saw you together was uh, at the Nordic Game party. I left. <laughs> <laughs> I left, got a plane at five in the morning and a plane and a bird flew into a British Airways jet wow. and yeah, Heathrow Airport was shut down. That's what happened when we went out. <laughs> wow. That could have been it for One Life Left if things had ended differently. Could have been it. Yeah, no, you, actually, you'd have got your, your GDC friends to stand in for me, wouldn't you? That's true. We Jen Frank's the, out here now, or Simon <laughs> Parkin. I know what you're like. We also did the GDC podcast and those went well without you, Simon. Uh, that's no indication that this will go bad. Don't hold back, Steve. We've been back for less than two <laughs> minutes, right? I, it's, I think it's okay for me to make light of the fact that you two do it without me. But it's not, it's not, it's not fun. Things are going to change this this season. We missed you. Did you? I we did so miss you. much. Miss we, you too. We back now. So it's to be back, isn't it? Isn't what are it? we? We're a uh, radio show about video games. We are a radio show about video games. Not a podcast. Not Although we are a podcast. We, also we, a podcast. we encompass podcasts. And we broadcast on the brilliant Resonance 104.4 FM. We are a radio show about video games designed for people who have an interest in video games or for those people who really don't care. It's up to you. Couldn't care less. We try and introduce the medium of video games in a sort of socially acceptable way. Do we? <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Uh, yeah, Brian Shelf writes on Twitter, dear, te- dear team at One Life Left, where the flip have you been? Love, Brian. Can you answer that, Steve? Good question, Brian. Thanks for writing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, been, we've been out and about, no, haven't we? Did we mean to be off air for this long? I don't think we, we did. We didn't, did we? That was no. an accident. <laughs> oh, it's just one of those things, isn't it? You start, you're having a nice Monday off. Then, well, then you have two nice Mondays off. While we're clearing the air, I've really enjoyed Mondays off, haven't you? Oh, no. <laughs> but haven't you? No? I ha- I Breaking have... Bad's back? 
I've enjoyed it, but right. it's good to be okay, back. Okay, yeah, no, it feels it good to be back. But um, but yeah, it's been it's been a weird summer not having the bedrock of One Life left to rely on. I sort of set my watch by the show, so I've, been, <laughs> I've just been sort of floating around, right. unaware of what's going what on. Day of the really week it is. Drunk in a the park. Of, a lot of beards this summer, Steve. I have several beards. Right. Uh, this is, are we counting this as episode zero, aren't we? So, yeah, this is episode zero. This is sort of an AGM of sorts that we are going to be working out what's going on over the next 24 episodes. That's what we're doing again. We don't have any guests. We did have a guest, but we moved him to next week. We thought it was fair. Fairer for him, fairer for no. you, the listener. We haven't seen each other for a while. Who knows what up. might happen? Yeah, it would be awkward when we're just the three of us hugging in the corner exactly. and he's sat there going, <laughs> guys, this is... I'll be honest with you, though. I think that uh, Rupert Lohman would quite like that. <laughs> That's all Rupert Lohman's ever wanted. <laughs> just sit in the corner <laughs> and watch us hug. Yeah. Which, 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 which we, uh, we may do. It could become a new feature. It could be. And we'll be talking more about the new features later on the show. Now, what's item one on the agenda? Uh, did we do an agenda? We did. Okay, well, let's have a look. Oh, it says it's news. On Monday the 2nd of September, I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Nintendo has announced its newest handheld console, the 2DS. As part of the 3DS family, it'll bring you all the games available to the 3DS, but without that stupid third dimension. The tablet-sized handheld will come with two screens, one of them being a touchscreen. It's due for release in October, with retailers selling it for around £110. Reports say that if the 2DS is a success, Nintendo plans on adding an option to switch life to two dimensions. How did you hear about this news, Simon? I was out that day. Doing something, I forget what it was. I think, um, I think I may have been looking after my son uh, with my wife on a day because uh, it's school holidays and stuff. And um, I came back, and Nintendo had announced a new handheld, and I didn't. I, I'll be honest with you, I hadn't <laughs> expected that. Right. And what was your reaction? Well, I I I, uh, I read about it by scrolling back down through Twitter. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I didn't know what was going on. I, th- I honestly <laughs> thought that people were joking. Yeah, me too. Uh, the first I saw <laughs> about it was Nintendo. a news story linked to linked to a site, and I I thought it was a parody. Yeah, I thought it was a sort of sub onion style joke article. I've been wary of Nintendo news ever since I saw the. I read a piece that said that Nintendo uh, had designed some technology that stopped people drawing uh, penises. Fally. Yes, we're allowed to say penises. We are biological. Biological. It's biological. Uh, so the show before I, us did. Didn't I it? thought that that was that was you know a piece of news, and I thought that was true. It turned out that was a joke. I've been caught out. Right. So this, when I read that they they launched a console called the Two DS. Uh, which was less functional than that. I was like, yeah, you guys, yeah. not going to catch me twice, but it turns out it's real. What's the difference with the 2DS, Anne? Well, uh, it isn't foldy. Okay, is that Te- technical, technical term? Yeah, technical term. Just flat. Okay. okay. Uh, it's got bigger buttons. Does it have bigger buttons? I've not seen it looks one. looks like it might have bigger buttons. Okay. feels like it's for kids. Right, definitely uh, for kids. And for people who can't see uh, the third dimension so well, people with eye problems, perhaps... Okay, so it's, to all intents and purposes, it has the functionality of a, of a DS, doesn't it? Yeah. Apart from it plays 3DS games. Yeah. But not in 3D. Yeah. In and 2D. It's, and it's permanently folded out. Permanently out. It looks like a Leapster 
device, one of those handhelds for little kids, and that's what it is. It's it's going for that market for the sort of under tens who apparently break hinges all that's the time. If they, if, they, if, if they don't have the uh, the capability of movement to successfully open a hinge without snapping it, how do you expect them to play Mario? I don't know. Apparently it's a problem. Apparently it's a thing. <laughs> Google buy another But one. isn't it just if it's always open, then it's always there, always ready to go. Just gets the kids interested. Because if it's shut, they might forget what it does. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas if it's always open, they're like... Oh, that touchy thing. Where the movement that on massive the thing you can't put in your pockets. Well, yeah. kids have tiny pockets anyway, so. Do they? Yeah, they're I wouldn't know, Anne. <laughs> <laughs> they're just smaller humans. Right. This, is, this is a direction for Nintendo, though, isn't it? They seem to be differentiating themselves from Sony and Microsoft by aggressively going after children. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, and, and you can see how it sort of makes sense in that, um, you know, this thing does look unbreakable. Um, it also looks a little unplayable. But <gasps> Can we get one and try and break it? Yeah, I, well, I think that should, yeah, that should be the first thing we do. But it, it does seem, it just seems a bit confusing, doesn't it? I, do, I mean, if, if children don't know how to open hinges, how on earth are they going to understand what games they can buy? I don't think it's confusing for for the kids who'll have who probably aren't going to be making those purchasing decisions right well they're just going to worse than if it's if it's over to the parents mm, i mean can't this thing parents just don't play know the grand theft autos for yeah, children do they this thing can just play play everything that nintendo are currently selling for handheld devices yeah, yeah. right so that's not going to be confusing i think that it is just it's it's a um it's it's a marker of the direction that Nintendo have been heading in for a while, and okay. I think they clearly can't beat Microsoft or Sony at their own game. They can't go for these high budget AAA titles, so they're going for the kids market, and there's a lot more money there. This is this is the Wii U of handhelds, right? And but the Wii U of Wii of consoles isn't going particularly well, is it? Isn't it? I don't think so. Anne, it's going better than it was previously. <laughs> Pre- previously to when it wasn't selling okay thanks put down your controller and pick up your hanky as we say a not so fond farewell to microsoft points a recent update has seen the back of the currency with purchases now being made in pounds and pennies in the uk existing points are being converted to actual money at a rate that's the same or slightly more than what you paid for, for them goodbye microsoft points you are now microsoft pointless Well then, there you go about <laughs> uh, Microsoft finally sees sense just when everybody's moved on. I've I've not bought anything on my, on Xbox Live for a while. I, I bought State of Decay. Why do you think Microsoft points existed in the first place? Uh, because they adopted the casino rule of um, where you exchange money for things that aren't money in a bid to make you forget that you're spending actual money. Right. Okay. Um, and did it work? I spent actual money on things that don't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I often didn't know how much that, that, how much I was spending. Right. So yes, it did. For me, it was just always an extra barrier and stopped me using the Microsoft Store, um, which has been renamed, hasn't it? It's not the marketplace. Oh, Xbox anymore. Games, the, yeah. isn't it? Xbox Games, were like that. Yeah, Xbox Game Store. It, it was just another barrier and stopped me stopped me buying games there because I, you know, you go there and oh, it's hundred points more than you got in your account. Okay, yeah, I've got to add some more. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do it because I'm a very casual user of that store. I can understand it for people who constantly have their points balance, you know, in in credit. But for me, it just was too much. So, um, have you been non-stop buying now? You've been racing around like a 
trolley dash. I haven't because I've been moving house, oh. but as soon as I've plugged in my Xbox... Oh, my goodness, you What are you going to buy? What are you going to buy? Uh, the, I don't know. I don't know what's, what's available. State of Decay is the State only thing decay, worth buying, yes. yeah. Of course, I'll buy State of Decay. But it was odd, though, wasn't it? Because you had to pay for games in points, but films in pounds. Right, which was... Uh, but that was a sign no, of No, no, sorry, going, sorry, right? not films in pounds. Games, no, games with points, but games on demand in money. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was just a, a signifier that they were clearly going to... They, they thought again before saw this coming, Microsoft, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Um, but obviously, it's never been a problem for Sony. I mean, I've bought so much on the PSN store just because it's clear how much I'm spending, and it's... The point about prices these days is you kind of don't have to hide how much it is because at least for the PSN downloads and the smaller titles, the number is tiny Small. compared with what it was. Now, there's still a problem with the full price titles, which go for thirty nine ninety nine, forty nine ninety nine. 99 which is on crazy. The store. Yeah, well, it's just the, the problem that they don't want to annoy the retailers, do they? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's going to go away with the next generation of... No, I don't. Mm. Um yeah, that seems like a, a massive concern, really. Um, at some point, we're going to have to be brave enough and go, guys in shops. No, well, no, I think that they that they should be free to, to set their own to discount if they want. It's, it's just odd that you can order a physical copy of a game and get it for yeah, less. Yeah, I saw it? someone on Twitter the other day saying, listen, I want this game now and I could buy it through your service where you would get a higher cut of the money. Yeah. But instead, I'm having to go through Play or yeah. Amazon or whatever. Because uh, and I'm going to have to end up with a box, and I don't want a box in my house. It's pointless. But this is the sort of transition period. I'm sure that will go away eventually. But have they uh, taken this opportunity to pop the prices a little bit as well? Well, there was some concern when they did their first beta update. <clears throat> they converted the points to pounds in an unfavourable way, oh, and really? people on Twitter were very angry about well, this. Well, rightly so, weren't they? I mean, you know, furious. Uh, but then um, they said, "No, sorry, that's just a beta," and then they fixed it. I've, I don't know. I've not turned on my uh, Xbox for a while, actually. Mm-hmm. So I thought I would, you were in love with State of Decay. I was, but then I, then it then it concerned me too much because it had this thing where um, you. You sort of build your party, and then you you uh, you have to establish bases, and then you have to go and forage for food and ammo and health stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then when you turned it off and went to bed, it would carry on playing or it would simulate you you what was happening to your party whilst you weren't there. And then right. I I got so worried that I'd turn it on and they would be dead <laughs> that I've not turned it on again. This is the Animal Crossing thing, isn't it? Right. The Animal Crossing captures you for as long as you play it within the sort of you know day by day routine, go and tidy your house. But if you leave it a little bit too long then your cute little crocodile best friend will go where were you i spent all this time alone crying and so you can't bear to switch it on and see the roaches that have moved in and all of that terrible distressing stuff so you just pretend it's not happened i'm fine with that actually animal crossing this time around bored me to tears really yeah so you're 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 out off PlayStation 4 will have voice recognition through the PlayStation camera, Sony has confirmed. However, the full extent of voice recognition hasn't been announced. Microsoft, meanwhile, has said that the Xbox One's Kinect voice controls will be available in the UK at launch. Only the UK, US, Canada, France and Germany will get specific voice commands at launch. Once again, we wish the very best to our Scottish friends in getting either console to understand a word you're saying. No one wants voice control. No one wants it. PlayStation, no. Yeah, PlayStation, no. Uh, yeah, no, no one does, do they? No. I do, like, life isn't adverts. When you see the people on there doing, uh, saying all this, it just doesn't work. 
it's cumbersome and it's boring and it will be the first thing that I switch off on my Xbox One. Oh, it's because everybody thinks that voice control is the future. Imagine just walking to a room, lights on, music, sexy. <laughs> and then that's the Close thing. off. <laughs> that's the next thing, Simon. So, you know, this is where it starts. Everything on, starts it, with controllers. It, it, it doesn't appear to be working. <laughs> Close off. This is in the future. Okay. Uh, but people like that, don't they? Don't they want to live in the future where you can just say Xbox? It's such a, do a, a game. It's such a played out vision of the future from twenty years ago. That's the problem is the internet that you've got nerds who grew up watching Back to the Future Two now being in charge to engineer stuff, and that's how they want. That's what they want their houses like. Yeah. No one does. No. I've got news in from a, a listener, Anthony Lavelle, who makes a point uh, about the 2DS. He says by not making it foldy, they can make it thirty pound cheaper by using one large screen. It's also comfy for yeah. big hands in the XL. There you go. That's interesting. Thanks for that, Anthony. If you've got any more comments, do do tweet us. Um, do you want voice recognition? Wait, do hinges cost thirty? Exactly, that's exactly what I was going to say. We should make some hinges. <laughs> Let's start selling hinges exactly. to Nintendo for twenty nine ninety nine. <laughs> what other features are there on the next generation consoles that aren't going to get any use? Well, I I'm, I'm going all in with PlayStation this this year. Mm-hmm. I've got my ex uh, my PlayStation Four pre-ordered okay. through Amazon and uh, I don't think I'm going to get an Xbox I think I'm going to get uh, I'm going to uh, gaming PC I mean the hand hand wavy stuff connect interface I'm waving two fingers at that yeah, no, <laughs> recognise no this no one wants any of that sort of um, sort of guff do they it's another no. Another. Everyone talks about what's the movie um, Minority Report. Minority. Oh, Minority Report interface. You know, Minority Report did more damage to video games <laughs> than, than any other movie. Uh, what else are they doing? Um, there's a touchpad on the PlayStation controller. Again, right, that's going to yeah. be the same as the Vita back sensor, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, the, the thing you accidentally hit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. Isn't it? It's just going to be more graphics and more physics, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. I'm I guess we'll come, we'll come to that in our agenda item two, new members. Okay. The next game from Team Bondi, the makers of L.A. Noir, has caused some upset. The title, Whore of the Orient, has been deemed offensive by an Australian counsellor. Jay Young Lo said, It's the use of the Orient, more even than the word whore, that's the issue. The O word is very similar to the N word for African-American communities. It's the 19th century racial colonial conception, and it's especially painful for older people in the communities. Lowe plans to take this to the Human Rights Commission. Whore of the Orient is a historic nickname for Shanghai, where the game is to be set. Interesting. I was reading that this, apparently this is a word that um, differs from country to country in its sort of pejorative nature. Okay. So uh, in the same word as the, uh, same way as the sort of abbreviation of Pakistani, which is very, very offensive in the UK, is not so offensive in some parts of the US. And it sort of causes everyone to blanch when, you know, someone from the US comes over here and uses it naturally. Um, the, this was a surprise to me. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I've seen... Um, one of our friends notably just throw it out there. Joking. I am not. No, it, it happened. And it, it was a bit like, well, <laughs> right. didn't expect oh. that of you. You're one of them, are you? Can I talk about other nations being unexpectedly racist that I've encountered yes. recently? Yes, please, please. I had a meeting at GDC uh, with an Italian and um, a Japanese game developer. And the Italian marched up, old guy, and he said, uh, is, insert name of Japanese developer here, uh, here and I said, yeah, they're over there. And I gestured, gestured to the uh, to the um, people that were there. And he said, oh, right, I thought we were going to meet the Japanese and pulled his eyes back. 
And I went, no. you can't. No. Whoa. And then I was chatting a little bit later to a German man, and uh, he said, um, "He said, what is insert name of someone you know like?" And I said, "Yeah, no, he's uh, he's uh, really good." He, he says, "Well, the way that he works with us, we think he might he must be either an uh, either an Arab or a homosexual." What? <laughs> this is in a business meeting. I said, you can't say that. So wait, is the games industry just well? Apparently racist? so. That's, that's yeah. astonishing. So, but, yeah, I hadn't heard the Americans use that either. They're this, this, to me, seems um, like a, a cultural, uh, accidental racism. Some people... Because language does differ. Use of language differs from country to country. And it seems like the word that is is acceptable to some people is not acceptable right. to others. Italians and Germans, mm. maybe. Well, I guess with this, that uh, the people that are making the game... Heard of this nickname, thought, oh, we're going to do a game there. Sounds like a pretty good name. A little bit controversial. Uh, just with the word whore, though, not probably... Right, the yeah. And, it- and then and thought, you know, this is a, histor- a historic nickname. Can't be any problem with that, right? Wrong. Which turns out that there can be. Right. Maybe they should have just had a little think. So what happens next, then? Is there any danger of them changing this? Seems unlikely. I, I mean, they, they haven't said anything. Next thing is, we, w- One Life Left writes a strongly worded letter to the Orient Express. Leighton <laughs> Orient Football Club. <laughs> and finally, Size 5 Games has come up with an adorable solution to an annoying problem. The recently released multiplayer shooter Gun Monkeys relies on busy servers to ensure that anyone who logs on can get a game. But the game hasn't sold well enough yet to guarantee full servers. So developer Dan Marshall is giving away a free Steam key to players who are kept waiting so they can invite a friend. How nice! Unless you have nobody you can give the code to, and then it's double heartbreak. You can't play the game and you realise how alone you are. For goodness sake. Thanks, Dan Marshall. Yeah, thanks, Dan Marshall. Friend of the show, Dan Marshall, Mm. we thought... Oh. Until earlier today when he was caught red-handed tweeting... Was about, he caught red-handed? Who uh, by? About, How was he caught? By, by our Twitter account. Okay. Caught tweeting about another podcast. Unbelievable. Unacceptable. Mm, maybe a maybe appropriate time to remind listeners of the show that we have a list. <laughs> and, and there are names on this list. We call it The List. Capital T, capital L. And those capitals denote the seriousness of the list. It is very serious. If you um, cross One Life Left, your name goes on the list. The list is not public, but you will know if you're on the list. <laughs> do we have the Google Docs list yet? We do, yeah. Let's accidentally share it. <laughs> um, but, but, that said, what a great idea by Dan Brilliant Marshall idea. this was. Well done. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I mean, I've not played Gun Monkeys, but... Uh, Just go, go on there late. And be like, oh, oh yeah, 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 I'd love oh, to. I yeah, I tell you what, yeah, no, then. that's a good idea. I could rent myself out for codes of gun monkeys yeah. and then sell them, and that as like a humble bundle. <laughs> no, maybe do that. You know, uh, excellent idea. Yeah, really, really, really clever, and hopefully other games will adopt it as well because it's it is a problem with uh, multiplayer games. That's why I've don't seen buy it them. stop don't people. Them. Yeah, stop people from buying them. Could so and um, what whilst now that you've addressed that, Dan Marshall, could you then address the issue of multiplayer games with everybody being better at them than I am, which is why <laughs> I don't buy annoying. them, isn't it? That's so annoying. That's why I don't play online ever. I don't like to see how good other people are. No. Mm. Are there any other issues we want Dan Marshall to solve? <laughs> but let's, let's talk about that in the feature section. <laughs> Thanks, Anne. One life left video game news with Anne Scantleberry.
One Life Left on Resonance 104040 104.4 FM. It's been a while. I am Steve Curran, and this is a show about video games. You've not forgotten who you are, though. That's the third yeah. time you've referenced yourself. Yeah. Hi, I'm Steve Hi. Curran. <laughs> Guys, just to let you know, I'm Steve Curran. You are too. Excellent work, Steve. This is Clam, and it's Mr. Dream. Clam is brilliant. Got this song from chipmusic.org. You can find this and Everything else we're going to play on the show today there There are some brilliant, brilliant, brilliant songs And we've got a lot of chip music catching up to do Got a lot of catching up to do actually Um, Yeah, and in fact listeners uh, I'd recommend listening live because whilst the mics were down We were slagging a couple of people off (laughs) And Anne took a selfie I didn't in the end Because you made me feel very self-conscious about my selfie Right um, And then I realised actually I don't look quite as good with my hair up Okay, and uh, then uh, yeah, One of these days we'll leave the mics up we thought, we thought we might do that. We're gonna. Um, one of the things we're going to do, one of the initiatives One Life Left is going to commit to this season is YouTubing the oh. show. Are we? We're going to become tubers. Yeah. Uh, initially, we're going to do that just with the audio. I think even this show might be going out on YouTube. So if you're listening to this on YouTube, why not leave a comment? Yeah, like, be nice. Be nice. Like us. Just can be you nice. like be nice. a thumbs no, isn't up? It, isn't it just a positive? You make it. Yeah. It's a positive. No, you can thumbs, thumbs up oh, you? if you're listening to this on Stop. YouTube. So, uh, are so we, we're why are we do doing that. this? I don't know. Uh, because that's where the kids listen to uh, shows these okay. days. And that's, you know, where we get subscribers and stuff. So we're going to try that. And we are going to try video broadcasting Excellent. as well. So will we be able to slag people off while the mics are down in future? Yeah, well, we're going to do that. And we're going to do a live stream. And maybe people listening to us on YouTube can hear the gossip in that section. I don't oh, know. No, but they'd true. probably rather listen to the chip tune music, which is exceptional. So... Agenda item two. Yes, what is it? New members. Wow, there are a few of those, aren't there? Yeah, because while we were gone, we kind of we kind of timed our uh, exit from the broadcasting world yep. to things not too interesting to meet with the most interesting time when uh, two new consoles were announced. Well, one had been announced before we left, and then one was gonna be announced, wasn't it? Well, PlayStation Four had been announced, didn't it? No, I did not. No, oh, otherwise we heard about it in we, news. Well, we, we talked yeah. about it yeah. in the in the show that we broadcast from Nottingham Game City. That was the Xbox was going to be announced the next day, wasn't it? That's right. Or, no, oh, no the next be... day after we were broadcast. Yeah. This is to, anyway. Yeah, but we recorded it weeks before that. The we speculated, is, right? What was going to happen? Okay. So, place so then two. The two have been announced, have they? Yeah. And um, the Nvidia Shield. <laughs> <laughs> Let's deal with them in order. Okay. Of what? Alphabetical <laughs> or order that they come. Uh, PlayStation Four, P before X. Okay. So PlayStation Four, are you excited? I am actually. I'd love it if they sent me one because <laughs> okay. that'd be the one that I would definitely use the most. I really, really like my PlayStation Three. Um, and whilst we were away, I what's the thing that I got? PlayStation, PlayStation Plus. Plus. It's brilliant. I really, really love it. What do you love about it? They give you games for free. You just pay them one lot of money, and then you're like. <laughs> even paid for this game how great it's quite clever yeah so the service as a whole costs uh less than xbox yeah. live year-long subscription it's what is it like 40 quid 40 a year quid. yeah but you can pick it up for less than that if you're savvy i'm not savvy like i just P. paid straight up 40 quid right and just get so many free games it's amazing so there's do you not think there's a problem with this though no whether you don't play the games no i bought a bigger hard drive just to install the free games and i don't i don't even download half of them okay i've been really have enjoying you what it? have you been enjoying uh, I've been playing The Cave. I've been playing Which Uncharted I bought, I spent 3. Which I £10 for. I've been playing um, Little Big Planet Go-Karting. 
Uh, others, well, others we'll as hear well. more about those in the review. So that's carrying on later. to PlayStation 4 as well. So, so they've got you now. So that's excellent. Yeah. It is excellent. Drive, we're getting Drive Club for free initially. Brilliant. I do worry, though. I, I mean, as a Vita owner as well, Steve, I don't know if you feel like this, but I'm wary about spending money on anything Vita-related now. Mm. Stealth Inc., A Clone in the Dark, was released. I paid £8 for it. Three weeks later, it's free. <sighs> I know. I yeah. mean, it's a good game. And happy to support the developers and stuff. And it's the same. It's the same trap that iOS titles sort yep. of fell into. If yep. you know now everything has to be ninety nine p or whatever. Spelunky. I'm like, this is going to be on Vita soon, isn't it? Exceptional game. Though. Like, I'm not any good at it. <laughs> <laughs> we might talk about this later. But yeah. yeah, but I was like, I was, I was wary of getting it, thinking. Oh, this will be free soon, and I think, mm. particularly Vita, I think is a worry. PlayStation Four, sorry, PS Plus, Plus. My uh, my main concern about PlayStation is it better have Netflix from day one. Yes, I'm, I'm almost certainly will. It has it? to have it because that's that's um, my Netflix hub, and that's yeah. why I love my PS3 because it sits there quietly in the corner. It can be on most of the time, and Netflix is on there, and so I can use it to channel all of my home media through through there. If it had Spotify as well, it'd be perfect. You're like the kids, aren't you? Listening to stuff on something you should be watching. Mm. Mm. Um, I'm just going to move my PlayStation into the, the other room, though, and okay. then, and is it, so yeah, I'm not because. I'm a bit worried about the... I've not played The Last of Us yet. I've not played Remember Me. And I do want to play these games. Okay. Uh, and I'm worried about PlayStation 4 taking up the, the PlayStation spot in the, uh, in the games room I have, which is, is only a dining room, really. Mm. It's, not, it's not a life. It's, <laughs> it's got a billiards table in there. Yeah, no, it's just a room with nothing else in it. But Yeah, but I'm excited. So I pre-ordered that. Three, okay. four, nine, I'm in. Exciting. I'm in too. Anne, are you in? I you, you want them to send want you them one. To send me well, that's one. fine. You can have our office copy, Thank can't you? Thank you. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, and the announcement went pretty well for Sony, didn't it? Then they, uh, I think someone said that they they gone uh, with the last stuff at Cologne. Been four brilliant press conferences in a Ooh, row, one after another. Yeah. Could have taught a thing or two. But things haven't gone quite as well for Microsoft, have they? It's odd. we have an odd relationship with Microsoft, don't don't we? The games industry because mm. when they announced their TV machine, where we could, um, we, you and I, Anne, could play um, American fantasy football together and hang out with Skypes whilst we're really? watching movies. Aww. Yeah. Um, it was like, well, we don't like this. And then uh, Microsoft didn't answer any specific questions about the, you know, everybody's worried about whether we're going to be able to buy pre-owned games and all this sort of stuff. And um, yeah, it just got worse. And, and for me. It was an illustration of Microsoft being of yeah, Microsoft employees being a company where nobody said no to somebody above them. Mm-hmm. I think somebody, like whoever wrote the, the original presentation, were like, "I'm going to do this, and I'm going to just going to write this down here. This please fancy football, right? Uh, what do you think of this presentation? Do you think it's going to go down well?" And I go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks great. This looks great." And he comes off stage and goes, whoa, yeah. what happened there? Nobody liked it. Have you seen what they're saying on the internet? I'm like, whoa, I'm not sure what we should do. I'll tell you what, I'm going to write this text and tell everybody not to worry about the uh, used stuff. And then I'm going to put, is this okay to put on the internet now? And you go, yeah, it looks excellent. I'm going to put this up, upload. Whoa, everybody hates us still. <laughs> and yeah, it's just been, it's been one, one mismanagement after another, really. When somebody somewhere should have gone, hang on a minute. You know what gamers are like, right? They don't like anything bit sniffy about stuff. So we really need to be careful here. So what did gamers not like about the original announcement? Well, what they didn't like about it was the restrictions that you had on the pre-owned games or the lack of clarity about that. And actually what Microsoft could have done is they could have gone, yeah, sure, you can only buy it once. Yeah. 
but it's going to be good. But they're going to cost you twenty quid. They could have said, you know, guys, it's just like Steam. You exactly. love the Steam sales, don't Steam. you? You think it's amazing. You wish that was on a console. In order for that to happen, we have to have these DRM restrictions. And so, yeah, it seems bad, but here's why it's good. They didn't do that, and they lifted the restrictions almost immediately. It took them, you know, a Even week though they couldn't. They couldn't. They yeah, they couldn't initially. They're We'd like, love Sorry, to be guys. able to not have the Kinect on, but it's yeah. just hardwired. So that was the second thing. Kinect, they said, uh, was going to be on all of the time. All the time. Listening, listening to you. Watching. Looking, at you <laughs> looking at you getting undressed. That's <laughs> Clothes off. <laughs> That's what you do in the living room, isn't it? You yeah. get undressed and they see, it, see all the secrets that you write in your journal. Yeah. And then but they broadcast they to said your we, friends. We can't, we can't, we'd love to be able to switch that off, but we can't. It's Xbox integral off. to a console. <laughs> but then they. Worked out, yeah. So that's no longer there. There was some other stuff as well, wasn't there? Yeah, the, they were saying about the. Um, the example of having to always be connected or check in once or it will be online was that they can harness the power of the cloud mm-hmm. to make the drivers in whatever the, the Xbox racing game is more realistic. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. I think it's probably true. I think that they that what they want to do, I imagine, is move towards a almost future-proof system where they can use huge banks of computers just sharing out the processor time, you know, because most of the time when you buy a 360 or, you know, when I have a, a, a console, it's it's not in use most of the time. You know, you use it a couple of hours a day, maximum. Too scared to turn it on in case my, my so team members die. you've got all of die. this worst, wasted processor time, which if you share all of that processing time, you can actually afford more processing time. So you could use two Xbox ones at once right. because someone in the US isn't using it. So if theoretically you could connect to this thing all the time, then you could have a faster machine and you could have a machine that was doing more. But people are scared of that. How would it make the AI in in Drive game uh, better? I'm not a technical person, Simon, but I imagine rather than having um, 16 little computer men inside your Xbox One running around driving these cars, you could have as many as 32. Okay, wow. I I don't know. I don't know, but th- that's the sort of thing. It, I think they were telling the truth. If you were connected, if they had this requirement that said you have to be connected all the time, the games could do smarter things. But people got scared, and, you know, kind of right, rightly so in a weird, weird way. If I buy a machine, I just want it to work. I don't want these requirements. Because when they switch off the servers, those games are going to stop working. So, you know, people have had bad experiences with with those before, with the service being switched off and multiplayer games stopping working. So people didn't want that, and now that requirement's gone. And so these games... What are we left with? Well, we're left with the next generation of a 360, which is what people wanted. <laughs> which apparently what they want is a game... Uh, did you see that stuff um, about Rise, where um, it has quick-time events, which you can't fail? So it has battle bits where right. somebody will jump, jump over because apparently people don't want a challenge, they just want the experience. Which okay, fair enough. I mean, I can see, I can see that it's just been sold to me badly. Yeah, anyway, um, so you said you're out for the Xbox One. Yes, out, sorry. Gonna step mm. out. I'm going to step out of this one. Okay. For the time being. Anne? Um, I'm not quite as enamoured with this. What would you do if they sent you a free one? I would keep it. Okay, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I guess I'm probably going to be in, but we four, will five, see. Four hundred forty-nine pounds, is it? Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> excuse me. With the uh, PlayStation Four, it doesn't come with the camera included. I know that we don't want. <laughs> that's fifty-five pounds. Okay, but we don't want it. But we don't want it. But what if we want to say PlayStation on? What but if you want to do that? We definitely don't. But we don't. No, but yeah. what? If, but also, what if you want it to look at you? 
What if you want the camera to look you're some sort of pervert. <laughs> well, anyway, so the uh, Xbox One comes with the Kinect included, so... You know, because it difference. has to, because they, cause they built... Because there's, there's, no, there's no way of... I mean, look, we would love to... Know, we'd love to not have to sell difference. it to you, but we can't find out a way of not putting it in the box. Like, every time we put a console <laughs> in the box, a Kinect falls in. <laughs> so we have to sell it for there's four... There's just a little hole where they have to put the Kinect. And, and they've made the boxes love, now. They've made the boxes in advance. Yeah. And so this is it. They have to put something in there What else could now. they put in? They could put chocolate in. Oh, a nice bar of chocolate. That'd they could be nice. Put, um, oh, they could put one of those little... Uh, a necklace. You know those, uh, those... Two necklaces. No. A necklace and some earrings. The aeroplanes that you make out of styrofoam. A handbag. One of those. Right. Anyway, it's going to be an interesting <laughs> November, isn't it? Uh, styrofoam airplanes or not. Broken Earth QB again from chipmusic.org. It's an exceptional piece of rock chip music. What do you think, Simon? I'm Simon Byron. <laughs> I think that as well. <laughs> uh, yes, good. We were um, so YouTube is what you would have got then was a chat about uh, whether uh, a generation one uh, PlayStation 3 is better than a latest generation uh, PlayStation 3. And that's why I wouldn't be listening on YouTube. See, we do like games. Well, yeah. we're, not, we're not fake boy gamers. Exactly. We're not just pretending to like games because they're cool and it'll make girls fancy us. We're, we're real hardcore. What are we doing now? We're going to run through oh, the, letters. the outstanding correspondence. Letters. letters. Um, Let me find the letters. Theme. Hold on. Yeah. Right. Letters. Ready? Okay, go. Okay, so during the summer, we've had uh, a fair amount of correspondence, most of which I think we've neglected to do. So my, my advice for you, like if you send them to us... None of us will take responsibility. So mm-hmm. if you want us to do something, email uh, 
Well, email team at onelifeleft.com. But, but say, but say yeah. dear I, Steve. Hi, Simon. Dear market, Steve. Market for the attention of one of us, because best of all, not only will one of us know that we have to reply, but the other two know that oh, it's done. Oh, yeah. Will yeah. Know. Well, no, they will judge if, they, they will. if it doesn't get done. Dear yeah. Steve Cohen. Right, uh, so, these, so can we just rattle through these? So yes. obviously, if you're writing to us, you listen. So uh, we're going to... Uh, just rattle through them. Um, Megan King said, Hey guys, I'm putting together the blurbs for the uh, nomination for the GMAs. Are you happy for us to use the one from last year? No, oh my goodness. No, don't no, do that. Whatever do, you do, do, do don't do that, do Megan. Not do Trust that. you dealt with that, Simon. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's a really awkward sentence in it. Does it? Yeah, about that thing that we can't talk about. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, Megan, if it's, uh, we presume you've gone with that, but that's fine. Um, Thomas James Hunt writes in for uh, the subject's writer's writer position. Dear One Life Left, uh, all... Um in fact, I know where he's got this from. Dear One Life Left and No Spaces, my name is Thomas James Hunt. I'm 22 and I live in the UK. I've been writing as a video and critic for a year and a half now. I've written for a wide range of websites. Websites. I'm currently writing for whatculture.com, which has 20 million hits a month. I was wondering if I could apply for a what writer position. Yeah, so, you definitely can. Yeah. <laughs> the, first, the first one uh, referred to our nomination for a Games Media Award, yeah. which is really, really exciting. It, the thing that the Games Media Awards gets wrong every year yeah. is that we are called One Space Life Space, space Left. Space. Uh, a couple of spaces after left. <laughs> then, exclamation then six mark. exclamation marks. <laughs> a one and then another exclamation mark. But we... we uh, so that's presumably where that dude has got right. our details from. Let's Well, let's tell Thomas James Hunt that we're after a researcher. Yeah. Must be thorough. Yeah. Attention to detail is crucial. Tell us whether the Wii U is selling, because apparently we don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, follow up to advertising proposal. Dear Anne. Ah. Did you get back to her about this? I recently sure. sent you an email about the possibility of hosting an advertisement on your site. As I haven't got a reply, I thought I would write up a quick follow-up email. Did you get back to her? She's looking forward to hearing from you. No, do you know what? I didn't, and I should... Uh, I'll get back to her. And that's, that, we also had correspondence with someone else who was trying to get yeah. us to put, uh, pay us money to put stuff on our website. And I we th- did. So I assume that this was just sort of everyday blog spam, right? It's someone saying, we'd like to pay you a certain amount of money to, to put an advert on your website. Now, we, are, we do have a website. It is maintained by a wonderful caretaker, but there's not a lot on there apart from audio, right? Yep. So what happened? You got back to them. To get back to her and just and said, yeah, we'd be quite interested. And I tried to goad them into saying something stupid, but she just turned out to be really nice, didn't she? <laughs> so annoying. And I said, because I thought that because they, they, they were trying to put gambling articles up, and I said, yeah, you know, we're we're, we're uh, games. And she said, no, I have read it, but I think we can make make something for you specifically. So you, I, ju- you just wanted them to write something that mentioned us in it or was in our style. Yeah, yeah. which she did, and she looked into it, and then she said. Um, just wanted to circle back to my previous email regarding the opportunity to participate in the programme for experts. So if you see any adverts on onelifelife.com, it's because we're too embarrassed. Exactly. <laughs> to say no. <laughs> Jason Boomer wrote, uh, he wanted us to, to uh, go to the RVB UK Games and Animation events in Leicester, 2nd and 4th of August. Uh, we, we didn't. Um, oh, sorry. But sorry. that's a shout out. I hope it went well, Jason. Christoph wrote us about he wanted to find out who to get into, who to speak to at One Life Left about the BAFTA Brits program. Did anybody speak to him about that? I didn't. Christoph, email Steve. GDC Vault emailed to welcome me to their 
to their oh, press vaults. Cool. I saw that. Yeah. Have you been using our I did. And actually, I mentioned this on Twitter, but um, I, was, I got in as a press pass. And I said, he said, uh, do, you, do, you, do you have a uh, press credentials? I said, well, you can look at, this is in Germany. He said, you can look at uh, the website. And I said, that's me. Just roll your, uh, your, your, your mouse <laughs> over. And he looked at the animation for my character. Steve's got uh, a balloon, I think. And Anne's got rocket boots. And I waved. Yeah. And he looked and he said, I said, oh, that's a wave. And he went, he said, it's like, you're, you're lucky that's with that hand. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thanks for that. Uh, Nicholas Lister wrote to tell us that the game he came on the show to talk about, Imp Paired, is now out on the, uh, the App Store. Good one. Uh, he said, never forget where you're coming from. Never. And our friends Edgar and Bryce wrote in to say, welcome back, guys. It's been too long, but now we're back to keep you entertained and informed every Monday. Edgar and, and Bryce, we, I, we never get back to you, do we? So we are sorry. terrible. Uh, we, Just address it to Steve. To Steve. Uh, send it to Steve and he'll, uh, yeah. But um, it's good to see you still around and we must catch up on Day, day Z one day. Daisy, Daisy. Right. Um, yeah. So those were the, the some of the outstanding letters that we got. Uh, outstanding in, in as in uh, we haven't dealt with them as opposed to half high quality, which oh, they were them. not. But you can <laughs> rectify that by emailing us. Team at onelifeleft.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Do we have a theme? We should have a letters theme for next week. So next week is our first week proper. First week. It's show one next next week. And we'll have a guest. So we should ask something to do with the number one. What? First, something to do with your first time. Oh. Um, what was your first time with a video game? And why? <laughs> and did it meet your expectations? Okay. Or, we've, we've got Rupert Lohman coming on, and he found a Eurogamer yeah. Yeah. when Questions he was a Rupert. child. Yeah. <laughs> Ask him... Ask him where... Uh, Anne wants to know where you get your news from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, email yeah, us. Questions and, for Rupert. And uh, we, we may or may not have prizes for our letters as well this year. Yeah, let's hope that happens. So, yes. Okay, so the email address is... Team at onelifeleft.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Life left resonance 104.4 FM. Who are you? Oh, I'm Anne Canterbury. There we go. Sorry, I when you point at me, I always think I have to say the email address. You can do that as well if you want. Okay, we're Steve a video game radio show, and yeah, that's our email address. Uh, we are 
talking about video games. In a second, we're going to be doing the reviews. You'll have noticed this week we've had no features. Agenda item uh, three is called regular features. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, let's, regular let's, features. Let's, we let's, will be having that. regular features from next week. We have some new ones and some old favourites coming back. Great news. What can you tell us about them then? Well, I can tell you that uh, if you follow his Twitter, you'll have noticed the Do You Inverts are coming back on yeah. One Life Left. Back exclusive. off everyone else. Yeah. Our house band recording some exclusive music for One Life Left. Uh, we'll have some new stuff, new features. Been working on um, a feature today with Kara Ellison. Oh, yeah. She's going to be doing something exciting for us. Uh, Alex Wiltshire. Ooh. Excellent. going to be doing something new. Dr. Adam Avatar. Oh, good. Coming back next week. Good news. Uh, and Craig the Rage as well will be making yes. his return to One Life Left. Bring it down. Also, some more things uh, on schedule. Won't spoil them for you yet, but that's very, very exciting. Regular features is what makes us different to other <laughs> podcasts, isn't it? It, it is. Isn't is. It? Particularly the Guy Cocker podcast, which is a new member. Guy Cocker podcast. He started a podcast oh, up, yeah. yeah. Has he? Yeah. How's that, how's that doing? Well, he's a podcast, isn't it? Obviously, yeah. he was a, he was a guest on one life. He's been front of the show, but he's taken what? Well, the thing the thing with it, I listen to it and I do enjoy it. I have to say, but um, he, he has a running order. Running order. We, we used to, to do that. That's adorable. <laughs> we, used to, we used to have a running order when we were inexperienced. Too yeah. back in season one, we used to Babe, do that. I'm sure someday you'll get to the point where you can just freeform so, like us. So cute. I'm sure you will get to the point where you don't care either. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure you will because the tradition is uh, everyone who beats us at the GMAs just quits after that don't right, they okay we, yeah we, I think he might be up for it and do you yeah. know what's worth is, what's worse about it it's, obviously it's bad enough he's 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 uh, parked his tanks on our lawn <laughs> but he's driven them uh, he's driven them into my house at the moment so I left he's recording his podcast from my office what? with a member of my staff no. as a guest so he doesn't even have a studio. No, I know, but he doesn't, have, <laughs> he doesn't have a home. Well, I hope he does win the GMA <laughs> because then he'll stop. <laughs> it's the One Life Left review section. Anne. Hi. What have you been playing for the last four months? Well, I've just been uh, talking about all the games that I was playing on the on PlayStation Plus. But that's not what I'm going to review today. What I'm going to review today is... I think this is going to be a two-part review because I haven't... I don't feel like I've got to the bottom of this yet. Uh, I've been playing Gone Home. Um, Oh, I don't want to know too much about this. Okay, well, I'm not going to tell you too much about it because I haven't got to the bottom of it yet. But Um, did you... Hang on a minute. How did you get this? I went on the internet and I bought it. What, in a place on your PC? Yeah. Right, wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's on my wish list. So I'm waiting for the Steam sale. Oh, okay. Well, it's definitely worth the money. Um, I am really enjoying it, but I am taking my sweet time with it. There is a lot of stuff that. Uh, uh, so, for those who don't know, uh, you um, uh, so you play it as Katie, who ter- who comes home home uh, and uh, is going to see her family um, and comes home to find the house is empty um and then you go around sort of just exploring all the little bits and pieces that are everywhere reading little notes and things and it's really lovely and you just find out a lot of stuff about uh, the family uh, through all of this detritus that's around the house um there's a lot there are uh, big clues and things that will set off uh, different things that will uh, expand the story but there are also a lot of 
things that you can pick up and play with that have nothing to do with anything but I can't stop picking everything up and looking at it and then I realised that you could crouch and I was like oh my goodness I'm going to have to go back and do all the rooms that I've done already and crouch the, crouch the way through I think I must have missed something um, so yeah I'm taking a while with it but it is lovely it's so atmospheric um, and really feels like you are just exploring a house so uh, what brought the game things. to your attention? Everyone was chatting about it, weren't they? Okay, we had uh, we had Steve Gaynor on the show yeah. at GDC, yeah, uh, which Simon wasn't at, which is presumably why he's waiting for the steam sale. Yes, <laughs> 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 it. Uh, but Steve was lovely and yeah. smart. He had, you know, he explained what the game was to us. Then you should go back and listen to the GDC podcast because they were excellent, despite the lack of Simon. Yes. And uh, and yeah, that's that's really good that you've been enjoying it. Yeah, I, I have really been enjoying it. I, that bit where you can pick up a lot of things that aren't necessarily to do with anything is both really uh, it can be really engaging and really immersive but also can be just a bit annoying because I'm like oh but I want I want something to that's going to trigger something else in right. a second so yeah that's the, like a minor point but it's lo- it's just so atmospheric and it's um do you no. find that in real life as well? You walk around your flat <laughs> at home and you go and you pick up a snow globe and you're like, why isn't my dinner happening? <laughs> yeah, pick that's up a why Rubik's Cube. What's going everything? on? Right. Um, yeah, yeah, but I'm really enjoying it. But I will, I'm going to continue playing it and I will review it again when I've got to the bottom Have of it. Have you got any, uh, any uh, proposed scores for it? Uh, as it stands right now, okay. and this could change, okay, I will be enough. giving it 7 out of 10. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing um, a game that was released in, like, 1992, I think. Whoa, that's... And just came out again. What? Yeah, I've been playing Space Hulk, uh, the remake, on oh. st- available on Steam. Um, so it's a remake uh, of a video game, or computer game, as they were known back then, which was based on a board game. Uh, and sees you controlling these heavy, heavily armoured uh, guys on a series of spaceships against um, invading aliens. It's turn-based. And um, the thing about the original the Amiga and the PC was how atmos- atmospheric it was. You saw the point of view of your little characters that you were moving around. So you move, then the aliens move, and you're you're deadly uh, from far away. But if the aliens come close to you, they massacre you. And the corridors are very tight, and you have to be very strategic in where you place the men. Um, it's and the nineteen, the early nineties game was uh, terrifying, and this is not quite so terrifying. But I'm enjoying its slow paced nature. So it's turn based. Um, Sounds like XCOM. Very methodical. Yeah. Now uh, uh, XCOM is um, similar. Uh, there aren't as many varied talents and stuff in um, in Space Hulk. But I mean, what's key about this is predicting. It has more of a random element to it, so you know that there's going to be a certain number of aliens that are going to emerge from a certain point, uh, but you don't know exactly how many. It has random uh, where your guns will jam and stuff like that. You okay. need to sort of just be very, very slow and methodical. And I've noticed the reaction on the internet has been um, split. Some people think that it's incredibly slow, but I think if you enjoyed either the board game or the old PC and Amiga games, uh, this is a bang up to date version. My understanding is, I don't know a huge amount about it, but I think they haven't finished it. I think there's more content to come. I've not exhausted this just yet, but yeah, I'm very much enjoying it and it's it's equally terrifying. And you could play it on your Steam machine, Anne. Oh, that's good. 7 out of 10. What have you been playing, Steve? I've been playing Spelunky. Spelunky, I've been playing that as well. Everyone talks about this. Yeah. Don't they? So, it's a platform game. 
sort of reminiscent of Rick Dangerous, if you remember the uh, Amiga days. But while Rick Dangerous is universally loathed, Spelunky is universally loved. You play a small Indiana Jones-style adventurer uh, running around platforms trying to collect gold, save the girl or boy or dog and get to the exit. You go through 16 levels. By doing other tasks, you can access other levels, and that's it. Very, very simple, very, very old school, and very, very brutal. Um, I am terrible at it. Right, okay. Terrible. I've been playing it for about three days on and off, and I've only ever got out of the mines once. Really? I gave a man a a bomb, assuming that that would give me a shortcut, and it didn't. No, you need to do three tasks for him. Oh, do you? So you have to get to the end of the mines again. I think you have to give him some... hard, though, isn't it? It is hard, but you do get better do at I, it. I, now, I, I was the same with the mines at first. I was like, oh, but you learn what each enemy does, how to defeat each enemy in an efficient way. The clever thing Spelunky does is it constantly encourages you to take shortcuts, as in little things that will save you time. So you can fall a certain distance, and generally, if you just run off a ledge and don't look down, you're probably going to be fine. Nine times out of ten, you'll be fine. But on the 10th, you'll drop too far, you'll lose a life. And you've got four lives. Um, and, it, it, you know, nine times out of ten, you'll be fine. But it offers you that sort of shortcut ten times. And so you do do it, and you feel stupid. And this time, this time I'll take it slowly. But eventually it tempts you with another kind of shortcut. Oh, I will just, you know, break open this, this vase, because it's really satisfying. Oh, there was a snake in it. It bit me. I lost a life. And it constantly walks that line of save time versus um, versus sort of jeopardy. Which is strange because the levels are randomly generated, aren't they? Uh, yeah, so, absolutely. So it's a roguelike, um, randomly generated levels and beautifully, beautifully designed, I think. You're playing on PC, I note. I am playing on keep, PC. Oh, st- one Steel left is playing Spelunky. Um, the Vita yeah. version is very good. Apparently, I've not played on PC, but it enables you to restart more quickly. Which is handy for me because I'm rubbish at it. <laughs> anyway, it's it's brilliant. It's no different to the demo of the game, really. I mean, it's the same core that existed several years ago. I was addicted to that then. I loved it then. I love it now. It gets a solid 7 out of 10. Excellent news. That's the end of the review section. I was going to stick a piece of music on now. Don't do it. Don't do no it. point, Don't is there? It. Because there is only 1 minute and 45 seconds left of this one life left and that's if you include the theme tune say, which, yeah. which you don't no. we're not allowed to include that so how's how's this gone then being back I think it's gone really really well really well We've, happy to be here I don't think we'll edit a single thing will we there was a moment we discussed taking a certain bit out <laughs> that's why you should listen live who knows whether we did that or not well coming on after Lewis Schaefer apparently the boundaries have changed mm. for us apparently he pushes them right which maybe maybe allows us a, a sort of a limit uh, <laughs> limit of maybe two swears a show okay excellent no, we're not allowed any swears unless they're biological right good uh, goodbye you I was going to use a very biological word <laughs> <laughs> Don't get us kicked off with our first show, Simon. Uh, thank you very much for listening. So, yeah, please yeah. do write in and uh, tweet us and all that sort of things that you do and YouTube us. Yeah, thank you very, very much for listening. We will be back next week. With a proper show. With proper show one with all the features, music, gossip and nonsense you've come to expect. We've been One Life Left. I've been Steve Curran. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>